Welcome to Sustainable Non-Fungible Talk, a show about everything Web3 from the team of Sustainable. That includes me, your host, Clarice Cho. Our expert guest is Varad App. Vera joined the Bold App community in 2021, right after the Mint. She started the Bold Chili brand with Web3 event hosting, Chili Podcast, and Pink DAO, which become valuable parts of Yuga Labs' IP ecosystem. She's also an early Web3 investor as an LP, a fund manager, and an angel investor. Vera, pleasure to have you here. Would you please tell us more about your background and how you get into Web3 world, as well as the Bold App community? Hi, hi everyone. I'm Vera, and I'm actually from a Web2 AI background. I'm a software engineer at a big company. During 2016, my husband introduced me to Ethereum, and I've been in the Ethereum ecosystem. But, you know, fast forward for another five years, I got into the Board Ape community 2021 with a group of crypto people that someone shared in the group about a post that Pratsy posted on Twitter sharing this IP ownership of NFT. And that at a time that was very new. Before that, it was only CryptoPunks, CryptoKitties, but none of them have any IP values. So when that hit, the community would bring brought a lot of waves of attractions to, to, to the community that this IP ownership thing is raising. And people, a lot of people have like the background with the IPs, see the value of the IP. And at the time that in the clubhouse, we're all gathered talking about the IPs, the, the board apes, and within the Chinese speaking community. And, you know, step out of that room, we see a lot of other communities that English speaking still also talking about the board apes. So we realized, okay, this is awareness is globalized. And it's not just happening with the Chinese community or, or single language community. And that's when everyone got really hyped by you know, the board ape. But I think that's kind of like how I entreat into this Web3. I'm a very visual person. I need to see stuff. So like the back when I, even though I have like crypto or software engineer background, but because I'm very visual and that's something that much easier for me to understand this industry. And I believe like Web3 is another language and introducing this crypto technology to a broader audience. So got from started from there, I dived into this Web3 and got into the Web3 rabbit, rabbit hole and has been learning a lot about the Web3 and engage with the communities. Thank you, Vera. Can you share with us what do you think is the BAYC culture and what are the major factors that attract new members to join the community? Yeah, so I think for the board Ape culture, it started with a very organic community. The community has, so they did not do any advertise at a very earlier stage. And the project is very community driven and introducing each community members on the Twitter space instead of having marketing company to run it and introduce this product to people, including a lot of celebrities that got into the board apes. They weren't the ones that the project reached them to buy the board ape. They actually bought it by themselves. And I kind of like bring this celebrity world or the bigger IP in the web to into this crypto world that never had before. So I would say one is a very organic community and the community is very close with each other that, you know, plus it's, I think it's also loudest community in the space as well. If you go Twitter, you see the apes everywhere. And so that's one part of the culture. But also I think for board ape, it's kind of aligned with a street fashion as more and more, you know, bigger IPs got into this community and they're, enga- they're more engaged. So kind of growing into this street fashion brand 
that, you know, like the merch that they have, it's very aligned with bigger street fashion brands. So I think that's another part of the culture. But deep into part of the community, I think the culture is very supportive. And the community members are very, very smart because there's a lot of creators in the community and started from the board ape, the community. A lot of people think BAYC is a very exclusive brand, but we still see a lot of earlier OGs involving in the BAYC community. And that means there's a group of smart creators, group of investors that still in in this community, even with a lot of up and downs. And then we also have a group of very smart Web2 or rich Web2 people that join later. And that aligned the resources of earlier adopters of Web3 plus later on the very resourceable Web2 people. And with that combination, I would say that board A community is also very diversified. So get down to why I like attract new members to the community. I wouldn't say it's still like the community itself because everyone wanted to be associated to a great community, want to join and be able to making friends with amazing people. And I just, I think that's just human nature as how that willing that people have. The, I think that's part of the reason a lot of people join the BAYC, but also as Board Ape has a bigger brand that the project has been delivered very good. And uh, that's another reason why people want to be associated to it as investment as well. On top of that, you see a lot of builders in the BYC community. So that means there's a lot of resources that collaboration opportunities to to be with, you know, in the community. But also like, you know, as the biggest brand in the Web3, it's obviously attracts more people got into the community. So I see more and more old friends from crypto join, starting to interest in joining the community. And I think that's a very good sign of this community is still very active, even during the bear market. So both Chile brand and Pinkdao have become valuable parts of the Yuga Lab IP system in both community building and the podcast sector. So would you please tell us more about both Chile brand and its community? Oh, yeah. So I have not talked about it that I'm also core contributor and or founders of Board Chile brands and Pinkdao. So Board Chile brand has three or mainly three categories under the Board Chile brands. One is we have a community that with 360 people and majority of the community members are ape owners. Number two is we have Board Chile events and we ho- we've been hosting a lot of events within the ecosystem and also introducing this ecosystem into to other non-ape holders as well. The third thing that Board Chile have is that we also running this podcast called Board Chili Podcast. And we're currently on the series one of Board Chili Podcast that called 100 Hot Ones. And the purpose of 100 Hot Ones is to introducing and interviewing Board Chili brand into a bigger audience and introducing the ape holders to the world. So that's a little bit of background of the Board Chili brand. Pink Dell is also created recently, a few months ago, for a group of pink apes that be able to hold pink apes together. And we want to do something fun together, potentially working as a group to collaborating with other brands because that we know individual resources are very limited. So we want to grow this pink ape DAO to leverage our IPs together. So it's been a very fun journey of walking along both. And I think for the board Chile and pink DAO, our community is very, very organic. 
and with the organic that people are coming here to build and willing to build by them will by, by their willings. So that that's that's a little bit about the Pink Dao and Board Chili brands. Would you like to share your opinions on AppCoin Dao and App Token issuance? Yes. So I think when BYC has grow and it kind of grow into a very luxury brand as the price is going up and having limited people in the community, roughly BYC has like five thousand holders and with MAYC a little bit. So over a little bit over ten thousand people. So when the when the Yuga Labs want to introduce this brand to more people other than the non-fungible tokens, they created the Ape DAO or ApeCoin to introduce this to a bigger audience with lower entry. So that's why Ape Token was created. Honestly, that was a great amount of Ape Token. And with what they're trying to build is using it as currency within the ecosystem within the Yuga Labs ecosystem, aligning with all the IPs. And, you know, with the great vision that they were, they're willing to build, let's say, marketplace, or they're willing to build games. And Ipcoin is pretty much like a currency. And with, you know, like a token that be able to involve the existing crypto people, also a newer crypto, like l- learners, or, or even the people aren't in the crypto space that be able to involve in this ecosystem. So with that, like I think an ApeCoin has been a great delivery and introducing this and in, engage more people in the ecosystem. And ApeCoin DAO is, is built on top of it. So pretty much you can have delegator, you can delegate your Ape tokens to, pe- to other people and to participate the ecosystem governance. And I'm also one of the, the delegator in a space Actually, surprisingly, I'm actually one of the only women delegator in the space. But then what we can do is we, depends on the token numbers that we'll be, be able to participate, the, the building of the ecosystem. Let's say Magic Eden had a proposal recently regarding to build a marketplace for Board Ape. And then the community had to talk about it, having some engagement, making better decision or judgment. And then the as delegators that you can vote, or even non-delegator can vote based on their token numbers and be able to decide if this proposal is passed and then how the community will support it. So that kind of like involving more people in this engagement of governance as a DAO, and they're willing to make it very decentralized, making the community decide and driven this proposal. So I think with that was a great execution a great idea however like you know DAO is still a very new thing and it's a structure and experiment so it's still trying to investigating how the DAO will work at ApeCoin DAO and you know we all know like only 20% people making right decisions so with the voting will that actually work and will the vote actually making good decisions for that benefiting the DAO so I think that's something that we're willing to explore as an ApeCoin DAO. But, you know, this, this whole journey of like learning, participating and being part of the experiment, it's, it's just really amazing and appreciate the, their, the project willing to give this part of governance into individuals. So, yeah, that's, that's my opinion on the ApeCoin DAO. And I'm 100 hope they're the best. And I'm also very actively engaged in the ApeCoin DAO. As one of the early Web3 investors, what Web3 sectors are you most interested in right now? How do you evaluate NFT projects? As a Web3 investor, I think there are a lot of things that like 
very important to me. I think one is definitely the founder, the person that, you know, we always do this vibe check, especially because I was, in, I'm investing very earlier stage, the Web3 projects. And as, you know, at the early industry that we know a lot of, a lot of scammers, definitely a lot of extremely smart people as well. But we also wanted to do this founders check and to see how, what they're building, what their vision is. And that, that's a very important part of this. And also, I'm looking for the projects are introducing this Web3 technology or cryptonology into a broader audience and be able to introduce more and more users into this space. So that's how we got into a lot of metaverse project as well, like a lot of game project. But the game is a little bit tricky because, you know, one, making sure that it's play, earn to play, then play to earn. So a lot of people are mainly focusing on the earn part, make the whole project a lo- little bit like non-sustainable. But as, as we grow into like more relative, more healthy, and we want to introduce this game into a broader audience, I think that's another thing like, you know, game game is a, a little bit more interesting on our on our side. And other than the in- investor and uh, the project itself, and definitely we will evaluate if the project has a product, have a good community. And I think that's very important as a very, if I think, I believe like successful Web3 project will have a very organic community. I think the community is important at the point the community will functioning as a marketing company plus a business development company. And, and the NFT part is a pitch deck. It's like showing what you can do, what you're able to do to the investors instead of the investors are from, you know, like the venture partners or the trained investors. They're the broader audience as individuals like we see, you know, in the space. So be able to deliver that clear message of what you're building and having a clean roadmap on what you're building and how to build a very organic community. And that's very important to me. So those are the three factors I'm looking into, but definitely not limited to that. So I personally don't invite invested in any PFP projects, mainly investing in the infra-related project and trying to have a bigger audience and and or you know like something very new because board ape is very new because it gives the IP and that's nothing happened before in the industry and so with anything that potentially can create it, something new and bring this technology to the next level or using a different language to be able to explain this technology to a broader audience will be something that I'm very interested. So that's pretty much my uh, Web3 investment thesis. And uh, being aware of the, the market and how, how it goes is a very important part of it. So what role do you believe Web3 initiatives or blockchain technology can play in addressing sustainability issues? Yeah, so as I said, um, Web3 is, is a language that introducing this technology to a broader audience as of also a marketing company plus business development company, also like consulting company as well. So I think, give you an example, right? Like as a regular layer one, let's say layer one crypto project or other project before, growing into like few hundred thousand followers on Twitter is really difficult. And a lot of project has been doing it for years to grow to 300,000 followers on the project. However, the Board A Yacht Club or the Yuga Labs, they created the project for one year. And with, within one year, they got 1 million followers. So I think that's a very strong sign of how this 
technology, using a much easier language to engage people that especially, you know, the younger generations. And, you know, I wanted to be able to explain to my mom one day that what is crypto and in a much easier language, right? But then when the board ape came, I'm be able to tell my mom, this is, if you think about a Rolex, it is a Rolex, a digital Rolex. If you think about, you know, the community membership card, then, you know, this is a very, it's, it's a very expensive, but a very exclusive. I wouldn't say very expensive, just like as, uh, as an earlier adopter, it wasn't really expensive at all. But like, uh, I can explain it to my mom. That's a membership card that I'm be able to use to be, be friend with, you know, someone that I probably will never be able to meet. And I got to meet Guy Oseri and had a Zoom conversation with him before, but there's no way for me, for me to have this engagement before. So that's another social function of the Web3. And another thing very important, I think, is like the community and organic community growth and be able to leverage your NFT with IPs. And we saw current NFTs are mainly PFP-based, but I believe like there are going to be other kind of NFTs existing in the future. I think recently the Soulbound token has been really hot. And, you know, things like that, be able to introduce, you know, using a better language to introduce this Web3 technology and crypto technology and application on top of that is very important to introducing the whole blockchain and it's very benefiting for the blockchain ecosystem. So for the sustainability, I think growing the IP, be able to working with other projects, it's actually providing the real life values into the Web2 or Web1 world. And we see, I mean, there's like people stating this called Web 2.5 or some people call it Web Web 5 as like Web 2 plus Web 3. So be able to introduce into a broader audience and collaborating with other IPs. I think that's another very important part. And as an organic community, growing this all together and be able to leverage their IPs, collaborating with bigger bigger project in the Web 2 or even Web 3 is also a way of, you know, like leveraging the, the IP and the value of the social part as of more and more, more and more valuable people join the community, it uplifting the community to a better value. So I think, I think like, for example, like the recently collaboration of M&M with the captain, the captain king, well, king captain, I think it's a collaboration of a group of ape that owned by Jimmy and they create this limited edition M&M, the, the chocolate, and the people went crazy on buying that, even though like for people who don't own the ape and they still pay for getting it. I think that's a really healthy direction of, of where this Web3 is heading to. And you see like people are always say Yuga Labs is the Web3 Disney, but I personally think it's more than Web3 Disney because it's not just about like the IPs of creating entertainment industry, right? But it's also bring it into businesses and bring it into, into individuals that can be able to function as all over the world. And you don't have to get approval for from the Yuga Labs to say, hey, can I do something with this? So this brings more and more people engaging this community. But also I think with that, the Web3 has so much that we can think and so much that we cannot even think the uses is. So it's just opened the door of another way of how blockchain can use and the benefiting for the people for the next generation. I'm really looking forward. And I think this is once per lifetime opportunity for, you know, especially younger generations like us, be able to get into this earlier builder 
environment and things changing so fast and we're able to, you know, catch every single train that possible to be able to learn, to build, to 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 be part of it. I think that's 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 a very attractive thing for me to do. Thank you. As a community builder and early Web3 investor, would you like to provide some suggestions Web3 community building and project development for blockchain founders and creators? Let's step back with why Yuga is successful, right? So I think one is timing, that they're doing the right thing at the right time. But another thing very important is that they, they value the community the most. So they're giving the, the benefit to the community. They, they value the community as their investors instead of, you know, a lot of projects trying to pump and dump and trying to get benefit from the community. The first thing they were thinking is what they can give to the community and how the community can benefit from the project instead of how I can benefit from the community. So I think this is one of the very important thing. If you're a builder listening or community building, I think put the community first, having this community mindset will be very important. I wouldn't say it will be the only key to succeed, but like it is a very important factor in the Web3 as as how important community is. But other than that, I, I think for the Web3 community, Building a project with intention is also very important. A lot of people are trying to build a project to solve a problem that's nice to have. But instead, I would like I personally prefer people to invest in the project that, you know, they're building something that we must have. So I've seen a lot of projects come here to build, you know, nice have nice to have functions and not really solving the urgent problem that we're we're facing in the NFTs or not just NFT Web3 or, you know, like bring it to a bigger audience and including like, let's say the payment, right? Be able to get people use their credit card to buy the NFT. It's, it's something that, it, it's a very obvious way to introduce it. But, you know, like I know there's a lot of people are doing relative, like, like similar projects. So I think building something that really solve the problem, the urgent problem first, and then improve it to the nice to have features. And I think that's another very important part for the funders. For the community builders, I think the organic community is very important because we, we, we see a lot of groups that has been, whenever the community have benefit engaged and there's a lot, it's get a little bit dirty. I think for the communities being organic means less unnecessary informations. We see a lot of groups that posting like Twitter spaces to share some other projects or the people in the communities aren't sharing or disclosing their their role in the project. So make it very beneficial. And usually those kind of community goes off because, you know, you can't cover anything in the Web3. Like things will eventually will show no matter what you do. So I think, you know, having a transparent, organic growing community is very important. That the quantity, the quality is more important than quantity for a community as well. Making sure that everyone, maybe not everyone, like I would say the community, maybe 10% is very active. That's a very, very successful community. But like, you know, making sure the quality of the community, having this constant engagement with the community is also very important. So that's that's our few things that I, I learned from my journey. And I think that's also very, hopefully that could benefit more and more, you know, builders or investors or community builders as well. Yuga Labs has been largely successful for creating the world's largest and the most profitable NFT projects to date since founded in February 2021. What do you think are the major factors behind the success of Labs project like BAYC and CryptoPunks? 
Yeah. So the Board Ape is actually the one that they built. They acquired CryptoPunks. So the CryptoPunks are funded by Lava Labs, and because they didn't give the IPs ownership for the holders, and then later on the Board Ape kind of or the Yuga Labs acquired the U- the CryptoPunks as CryptoPunk is one of the OG on uh, NFT and has been around, and it's kind of like the relationship us relationship of Bitcoin and Ethereum, you know. Like so, so well. The reason why I think Yuga Labs can be successful and be able to, you know, marketing the great IP is they the founders really appreciate the value of the community. As earlier I mentioned, that they gave the community pretty much 100% they have, and also too is they've been very engaging with the community. That the community has been benefiting a lot from the project. And when the project they're trying to launch anything from the roadmap, and they always over delivery what they have. So in the past of the year that they has been deliver so much amazing product that out of community's expectation. And over the time, it's kind of building this trust with the community within the last year. So they got 100% trust from the community and got 100% support from the community as well. So I think that's, that's a very fundamental thing for them to be successful. And another thing is like, the idea of IP is very new and it's actually engaging a lot of more industry in this. So the idea that they have was very well needed in the, during the time of this industry as, you know, like the, it was pretty much a good time and good product and, you know, happened to be right. And so I'd, I'd say maybe 90% of doing right thing at the right time, plus the fundamental quality of the project and quality of the community. And to make it successful. But, you know, as they always say, oh, yeah, without a community, we couldn't be who we are today. But also, like, without them, the community sh- won't be what the community is right now. So I think an, it's a two-way relationship, but they have been delivering whatever they promised and beyond. So I think that's a very important factor that why the community have the trust on the project. So it, it is a two-way a relationship between the community and the and the project. And it's been amazing and the proof it's working kind of model. Thank you. Can you tell us more about the Bold Chile events and the Chile event vibes and the community engagement? Yeah. So for Bored Chile events, we started about a year ago and has been hosted events, probably more than 10 events all over the world, a few in NFT NYC during the Ape Fest and a couple in San Francisco, Denver, Monaco, and, and we're going to have more in Singapore, Korea, Japan. So when I first started the Board Chili event was a pure, like a very, very simple intention of willing to gather the individual holders together to be able to hold this asset because at the point you see more and more companies are trying to buy the NFTs and build beyond it. And as individual, it's very easy to hand this valuable asset to the big companies. So at the point, it's like, we want to meet the members. We want to share that the knowledge is with each other, be able to see what the potential is. And, you know, this is a very experimental industry that no one knows where it's heading to. So groping a group of people together is very important to kind of grow this together. So that's how Chile events started. And as the as a community grow, we realized there are, I wouldn't say like maybe 90% are either builders or investors. So we kind of grow into this builder plus investor bridge community that in every single 
for chili events, we have a very special part is to have the builders come to the stage and talking about what they're building and introducing their product. So that's how board chili community kind of started and growing. And in the future, we're probably going to head to somewhere working as a group to leverage our IP, collaborating with other brands, creating limited editions for the community, holders, having these investors uh, aligning the values of this community power. So we had token proof founder funds in the in the community and during the fund the token proof launch it was on i think it was on i on the phone phone the app part that have some issues with people be able to open and receive the ticket so our community was functioning as a team of you know quality assure this product help help them debug because like when you have a bigger audience like a, a bigger user that you want to test in about that. That's another level of a test that they may not have enough resources to do. But within the community that can, you know, providing you this this experiment and this service of of like, you know, helping each other. So that's how kind of board chili community become, become a community that like group of people helping each other very organically. So having the event or just bring that kind of trust to the next level to meet someone in person is very important to, you know, get to do the web check and everything. So that's why the board events kind of continue going on to be able to meet and to learn what they're building, to align the resources that we have within and without the community for a bigger, for, for bring this like event to the people that are interested to this yoga ecosystem that doesn't have enough knowledge and don't know where to go. So it's kind of like a social club for people to learn about the apes, aligning resources of Yuga ecosystem, be able to give some like deal flows to the investors within the BYC ecosystem, or, you know, they not necessarily has to be in the ecosystem. There are people building just general layer two and other projects as well. So it is, it is a place for everyone to chill and share to help each other. So that's why like events kind of became more important to meet person in the real life. Yeah, I really appreciate you for sharing all those uh, great updates with us. Can you tell us more about uh, your BAYC Other Side Metaverse and the Metaverse social experience? Yeah, so like about half a year ago, the Board A launched the, the Other Side, and it's a 10,000 land for, for users to play and build. So as the founders are gaming background, they wanted to introduce this game, build, and own concept into the space and expanding it into gamers. So I think that's one of the very important part. But now the other side haven't opened for people to play yet. They had a few, a couple of tests around for people to experience it. Like the, the game and the, the functions have not tried. So that's something that we're super looking forward to. And with the other side as of 100 thousand lands that engaging more people in in this ecosystem especially the gamers i think that's one of the targeted group of people other than that there are they're experimenting this metaverse social so in including some people that be able to have face-to-face -face in the metaverse conversations and get to do things visit places together so the whole other side is designed for let holders to own the game and own the community experience. I think that's another very brave experiment of Yuga Labs, and that's something that we should, we actually should looking should looking forward to. And with with one hundred thousand lands that are 
having some for the A blend and others for public sale. And that will actually be able to let people play across the land. And with some land has this, this thing called coda. So the coda will be, there's 10,000 coda and the coda will be taken out as individual characters that be able to travel cross land for the game or social. And that's some part that we're looking forward to. So since we haven't seen the final product yet, so I think that's probably on something that we should be paying attention in the next a few months or a year and, and see what they are actually taking this metaverse and game onto industry too. Would you like to share more about your NFT YC experiences? So I've actually been to two NFT NYC and one is in 2021 and another 2022. And the first NFT NYC experience was, was very special because NFT industry just raised. Everyone was new there and not knowing what they should expect. And that was the first NFT or Ape Fest that we, we have ever had. And that was a very fun experience of getting the people that we are like engaging on Twitter to bring them into the, the real life and be able to see that who are actually the holders is. And I think that during the first NFT NYC, like you're still having this earlier industry vibe that having like a little bit chaos, a little bit new and fresh, and like pretty much no one knows what they're doing at the point. And the industry is so raw that anything could happen, but you can see a lot of people that aren't really knowing what they're doing. And a lot of like people are trying to, you know, make money and kind of being like this tourist of the industry. And that's like kind of the first experience I've, I've had on the NFT NFSE. And the first, the Ape Fest, we, we have like a yacht party. Then people have to wait for like five hours to get the tickets. And you can feel like the infrastructure of this industry was very, very new and very, not very gated for the community of like the, the, the social experience. And the ape men like warehouse party was amazing that they first time introducing a lot of, you know, musicians play as well. So that was a great experience of this like ape fest experience but still very, very new and fun. But the second, when, when we go to the second NFT NYC, you feel like this industry is more put together. The whole waiting in line experience is gone. And, you know, because of the token proof creating, it's making make it much easier to validate as a holder or, you know, or other NFT holder be able to be able to go to the events much easier without waiting in line for the ticket. So that's one part that make it very different. And another thing is like from the second NFT NYC experience that we see more and more people traveling all over the world and the diversity is apparently getting better. As the first one, like most of the people are from the States. But then the second time you see more like, you know, investors traveling all over the world to participate and witness this great, amazing festival. And, you know, we call it like Ape Fest. But yeah, so that's how... That's how the second experience feel like. The infra still need a lot of work as well, but I think the whole experience is getting so much better. And you can see how fast this industry has gone through in the past year, or even not not even past year, like maybe six, five, six, seven months with the two Ape, two Ape Fest and NFT NYC. And I hosted one event during the NFT NYC Cupboard Chili Brunch. 400 people coming to the events. They're a very interesting 
guests that they're like, you know, having the big names before the OXB1 dogs himself. He was at the party and no one knows who he is. And he went to one of the ape and, tell, and told him, like, hey, I'm actually the OXB1. And, and he told his people his real name, be able to, you know, ex- explode, closure him, himself into this bigger community that he feels safe. I think that's that's a very interesting experience. Yeah, so the Board Chile event was part of the experience. And we got, you know, people from all over the world. We see some Japanese apes have some investors from the big firm, including Dragonfly. And we have, we have apes from Korea, Mexico, all over the world. And that was a very, very interesting experience to see how diversified the, this, this industry is and how excited people are. Since you have met like so many cool apps all around the world, do you have like some app friends you would like to highlight? Yeah, yeah, I have so many ape friends that they're amazing, they're building, they're they're super creative. And and I think one of the ape friend that he's from Morocco, his name is Nizar. He's, he's such a smart soul that, you know, having very unique opinions on on this industry and has been started from the very beginning. I met him while we were waiting in line to get on the, the yacht during the first NFT NYC and has been friends since then. So he's running a hedge fund of NFTs and doing a lot of things and speak at a lot of events. And that's very interesting character and a very good friend of mine. And definitely not like the only my favorite apes, but like we have so many ape friends that I want to highlight here that, you know, and in the during the ape very beginning of the ape that we have this community called Ape Universe. And that's a Chinese speaking community that a lot of people not aware of Asia, like the Asia power of contributions in this right, NFT right, but there's actually a lot of involved low-key apes from, you know, all over the world that speaking Chinese has been playing a very important role in this. Another one, like, I mean, not my friend, but like Franklin has been got into a lot of apes and trading and providing a lot of liquidities for the ape. Also, there are there are much a big bro that he introduced so many apes into the celebrities, the Asian celebrities, including Jay Chow, one of the greatest singer in the Chinese history. And also there are like a few few actors on that he get gifted the ape. And I think that at earlier stage providing a lot of value to the ape and this ecosystem. Also, there are like, you know, people building funds. He's amazing builder, founder of Token Proof, very humble. And you see most of the ape that no matter how, you know, amazing their background is in the web two, web three, they have very humble personality and very down to earth. So funds is one of them that willing to hear the feedbacks from the community and be able to execute in the product. I think that's another very important thing. Also, I think Guy Oseri definitely that everyone know that he's been supporting Ape from the very beginning. Got in, introduced a lot of celebrities into this into the Ape community, and he's I think he's the manager of Madonna and U2. So as you know, how big that influence that he has in the in this Hollywood world, and he's introducing all his resources into this Web3 and putting him 100% into this industry. Super, super humble person, very kind and nice, very passionate. So like people like him, I have so much respect and I'm looking someone that I'm really looking up to. Of course, there's a lot of more, you know, like very down to earth and, and very willing to share and contributing apes 
in, in this community, but I just can't, I can't list every single of them, but, but there are just so many of them in the community. And also like when I, when I have my uh, event, the board chili brunch, they, the apes that they're willing to help creating videos to display and on to, to create the posters. So like Jack Jack is one of them, the one that post created this video and, and another, another pink ape friend, uh, Luca created this poster and you know people from there to willing to give their expertise and contributing to this and events and willing to uplift each other and i think that's that's very selfless there are so many apes i couldn't even name all of them a lot of artists pizza later is one of them that has been creating a lot of art pieces on twitter for the pink dow and sarah is a pink another pink ape and my pink sister has been drawing a lot of like very cute ape group pictures and i think those contributors that are you know either have big names or you know the ones that are relatively less less famous and willing to build in this in this industry is are are the ones that gave so much respect to and and some of them are, are trying to bring the woman awareness in the space as well. Yeah, we know women is still the minority in the Web3 world. How do you think we can engage more women creators, builders, founders, and investors in the Web3? Yeah, that's a great question because I myself as a woman has been in this industry. It's it's not easy and you you have to accept that, that you're in a minority. And I think the first thing that for women to be introduced to this is that women help women, like, you know, girls helping girls and be able to have this group for girls to join and be able to introducing the group to other girls and then kind of become a like delegated group of for people, for women to, to, if they have questions, then they can go for that one. So having this, a, a group delegated to answer questions and helping each other as women will be a great place to have. And I know like, you know, some apes are creating women, women focused groups called like, there's one called Not Plus One that oh, we're also a good friend and I went to their party and part of it. So I think having a group is one thing and to be able to advertise and uplift each other will be another very important thing. And having a very good woman support, like woman friendly community is very important. We've seen some NFT projects that are focusing on women, including the word of woman and crypto chicks. But I think for majority of the NFT holders are actually men, even though like it's a kind of woman themed project but it's still very difficult to, to to reach the woman behind like the ones that aren't in the crypto so i think having a great education system will be able to introduce more women into the space and also have a community for the woman to a go-to community for women to learn to help each other will be another way but it's just in general like woman's voice has to be heard as well just be you can be the loudest woman in the space like you know just to show that, you know, you're there having the, the exposure that into the community with just as a single woman being confident about who you are. You may get some attack with people talking about, you know, like the other part not focusing on what you're building, but that's totally fine because you can't avoid that. I think being a strong, be strong together will be a way to introduce more women. But I'm looking for other kind of like, let's say, product that focused on women. Because in the space, they see so many merch, but none of the merch are created for women or 
designed by women. So even including the BYCs, there are a lot of T-shirts. Some of them aren't really designed for women. It's like a, like it, it doesn't really have like a sexual thing for it. But like, but they there's nothing that like the product that that delegated created for women. So I see some women are creating cosmetics. Some women creating willing to create the the clothing brand and are related to a project that, that can you know bring more women's attention. And I think. Another industry maybe potentially get in in the future will bring more women in is the handbags or luxury goods, including Chanel's or Hermes or other brand that can not necessarily has to be a luxury brand, even like you know fashion brand like clothes brands, yeah, Zara or other brand that be able to have a broader woman audience and collaborating with the IPs will be a good way to to introduce the woman into the space. So. That's one of the reason that you know, like the Pink Dow was probably one of the best men-woman racial community. As you know, pink color is a very cute color, and a lot of females are really into the pink color as well. So we're we're willing to find more, you know, opportunities for for women to work together to you know find the value of the Pink Dow. Potentially, that's one of the our goals of for the Pink Dow and Pink Group. Me as a woman in the in the space and willing to. Collaborating more IPs that with with women. Also, one of the IP that I had at the airport right now. It's it's a Cafe X. It's a robot machine. If you go to San Francisco Airport Terminal One and Terminal Three, it's it's right there that you'll be able to see my pink ape that actually working as ambassador on serving coffee for people, welcome people travel. So I got that one got some attention and probably one of the first ones that showing up very early was totally experiment for, you know, for me to try to see how people react. And later on, I see people post on Twitter, on, you know, non-crypto people posting it on Instagram, sharing the NFTs and um, the coffee as well. So I think with more and more collaborate of female brands, female IP or you know, individuals in the space as a female will bring a lot of attentions and awareness to the to women, and I think that's that's gonna take time. But eventually, it will more and more women will get in as more and more brand will come in, and women are the where the market that you know a lot of consumer goods that a cosmetic brands that focusing on the women's like buying power on that. So I think there's a huge market. To explore, and if you're in the IP of only IP of like woman product, you're welcome to connect with us, and we're willing to bring more, more apes and more women into this that your brand ecosystem. Thank you so much for joining this episode of Sustainable Non Fungible Talk. This show is brought to you by Sustainable, a decentralized protocol that promotes social progress, environmental balance, and economic growth with blockchain technology. I'm your host, Clarice Chiu, and I'm your host, Ling Ning. If you like the content, subscribe and give us a follow on Twitter at Sustainable. We also have premium content, including blockchain research, member exclusive events, and more with NFT pass access. For more information, please visit our website diesel.org.